Good evening. My name is Toyeshe Oyebade from the Reconciliation Ministry and I am excited to be with you once again. Thank you for being there. Thank you for listening. Thank you for devoting a part of your day to listen to me. I pray that God will continue to bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Please permit me for the way I sound. Um it's been cold and because my nose is a bit sensitive i've i've been sneezing basically so i'm trying to be in between breathing with my mouth and speaking so please permit me thank you amen so for the month of may by the help of the holy spirit we have been treating godly counsel and i'm really hopeful and expectant that god has been speaking to you concerning this and god has been directing your heart and your plans so that you can know when and who to seek counsel for and from amen so i hope that you have learned a thing or two i hope that you are putting into practice everything that we say here trust me it's not enough to to hear it's not enough even after you've heard the uh, reward is in action is in action i was doing my devotional yesterday and today and in my devotional i um one of the things i wrote down was the fact that faith is a substance so it means that even though our faith is unseen do you understand but even in that um in quotes unseenness there is a substance and when you call something a substance it means that it is tangible something that you can almost feel do you understand so when you say that your faith is is a substance of of things hope for you're saying that even though faith is unseen you act it out you showcase it so you can't say you have faith and your actions you know are totally um like someone that has no faith so when you have faith you act it out you show it forth you put it into actions people see that you have faith it is unseen but you still see it do you understand so also when you hear these things that i've said it's not enough to hear from the place of um hearing you should go a step further to doing stopping at hearing is is basic honestly anybody can play my my podcast and hear and that's it but it takes um conviction and commitment to go to move from the place of just hearing to now doing so i beg you with the love of god i plead with you with the love of god that you move from just listening and just hearing to doing because that is where the reward is that is where you get results you get answers because nothing will change beloved of god if you hear my podcast every minute if you recycle it from one podcast to the other you can do you can do a season film um, basically now we've had four podcasts in some months like me we have five so let's just pick it at four now this is our level to move so basically we've not had less than 40 podcasts Love of God, that's like 20 minutes minimum every time. Now, 20 times 40 is what is 800. So, you're saying that for 800, um, 800 minutes, chickens. Now, in a day, we have 24 hours. 
so if you want to convert 800 um, 800 minutes to hours you will be dividing 800 by what by 60 minutes so that means that you've dedicated hours to listening to me and even i feel that you owe yourself that much you owe, you owe yourself results because small time even you yourself you start wondering what is the purpose why am i even listening to this kid because it will not make any sense it will not it will not pay me and it will not pay you yourself if you keep listening to my podcast and it just stops at listening and you are done and you stop playing and you are oh till next week it is not super story and it is not a this is not a a, a, a comedy show that you laugh ha 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 and that's it this is a call to worship a call to communion a call to reconciliation my my ministry's target and and, um, and aim is to bring every man and woman alike into reconciliation such that after a while you look at where you're coming from you look at where you are today and you tell yourself i am not where i used to be with god my relationship is not where it used to be with god oh i have gone far i have gone ahead and like pastor balaji the who will say what i thought was going to take me five years happened supernaturally the, the the relationship you thought was going to take you many years to build with god in the space of 11 months of listening to Tori Shirovadi, God has brought you supernaturally. God has brought you into communion with supernatural. And you're just amazed that. You mean that it's just been 11 months of consistently communing with God. And it looks like I've been doing this for 11 years. I hope that this is somebody's testimony. In Jesus' name. Amen. I don't know why I'm saying this. I just felt led. And anytime things like that come, as, as a believer, as a child of God, you know that you don't just shut up, you speak because one person is being addressed, one person's life is is being changed. Amen. So, as we were, as we were saying, um, last week, I remember emphasizing the fact that you need to surround yourself with light minded people, and by, and by um, light minded people, I mean that believers, people that carry light, so that at all at all like they say in a bad pass no how no how no how you'll be surrounded constantly with light because the people in your circle the people in your corner are people that do what constantly give you wise and godly counsel amen beloved of god i would like us to talk today about people who have sought counsel in the past and let us see what happened from that um, from that process now reading through the bible all of us know the story of david's son right we know how one of um david's son amnon raped his sister that is just the simple gist that happened in second samuel 13 that was the summary he raped his sister his sister entered his eyes can you imagine like imagine liking somebody that you guys share the same blood and it just didn't it, it, it just didn't happen overnight i'm sure it, it was a consistent feasting of lust you know when you consistently open yourself up to lust ideas start to spring up and unfortunately for him he wasn't surrounded by people that could 
quickly smack him and say, is something wrong with you? What do you mean? Why are you thinking about this? And then pray with him and bind whatever spirit was was giving him that useless um, suggestion. He had a cousin, you know, he had a cousin, Jonadab, who was equally foolish like himself. And that one did not rebuke him. That one did what? Encouraged him. Verse 2 of 2 Samuel 13 says, Amnon became so obsessed with his sister Tamar that if that he made himself ill. She was a virgin and it seemed impossible for him to do anything to her. Now, Amnon had an advisor named Jonadab, son of Shimei, David's brother. Jonadab was a very shrewd man. He asked Amnon, why do you king's son looks so agad morning after morning won't you tell me i'm not said to him i am in love with tamar my brother absalom's sister tamar was his half sister jiget go to bed and pretend to be ill jonadab said imagine the conspiracy in the hearts of men when your father comes to see you, say to him, I would like my sister Tamar to come and give me something to eat. Who would have thought that he had that, that useless thought in his heart? He pretended as if he was not feeling fine and demanded that his sister brought him something to eat. Now, it's, it's normal. When, when a sibling, in fact, when a stranger, basically, if you are in a hostel and your roommate falls ill, it doesn't look bad for you to do what tend to the to the roommate's needs during the time that the person is sick, right? So that was what the father thought, David, that ah, this boy is sick. Oh yeah, Tamar, cook and give your brother something to eat. Unknown to the to the father that Amnon had evil intentions and he raped the lady. He raped the lady. And we know that by the time you read the old chapter to the end, please do, you will see that Amnon eventually died. Absalom plotted his death two years after. That singular advice costed him his destiny, costed him his life, costed him everything that could have been known regarding him. Now, the only thing that we know, whether he did many things before, prior to when he did these acts, when you mention Abnon, what comes to mind is what a rapist. Now look at the time he did it before Jesus Christ became man and came to the world. This happened in Second Samuel. Now imagine how many years have gone by, more than thousands and thousands, because we are now in 2021 BC. Now imagine how many years, um, um, how many years interval we've had between. 2nd Samuel and when Jesus Christ was introduced in Matthew imagine how long that would have been till now plus 2021 years till now and the only thing that we know of him was a man that was a rapist he's a man rather that was a rapist that is the only thing we know about him his whole generation his whole lineage his whole experience has been ridiculed brought down to a simple sentence Amnon was a rapist why because he not only sought ungodly counsel 
he did what he took that ungodly counsel and ran with it and they ran straight into destruction because that's one thing that ungodly counsel does for you it not only it will not only um take you off track it will lead you straight into destruction see there are no two ways about this thing is that you take um godly counsel and you excel or you take ungodly counsel and you're destroyed you, can, you cannot sit on defense when it comes to things like that. That's why you have to be careful of what you do, of what you think about, who you ask for advice, and who you surround yourself with. Abun had consistently nurtured down godly thoughts in him. And he didn't give any room for a change of heart. He told his friend about it, and he ran with that 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 ungodly idea and another ungodly person gave him advice and told him pretend as if you're ill and don't people do it these days they will say they are ill you will come and visit them they will drug they drug people these days they kidnap people these days they have sexual intercourse with people these days against their will now since from the fact that premarital sex is even ungodly it's a sin Sleeping with somebody without their consent is 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 a it's a it's a devilish thought. It's a devilish act. You should not even be thought about. Because you're you are not just sinning against God. You're not sinning against God's creation. Taking somebody's will from them and having your way forceful. This led to what Abner's destruction. We also know of the story of um, Rehoboam. Now, Rehoboam was a king. He was a grandchild to David. And you know how David had sacrificed, how he had built, you know, built his altar, the temple and all that. And Solomon, his son, followed suit. Now when he came to Rehoboam, what took his forefathers hundred of years to build? Rehoboam from a single decision destroyed it. Now from reading the story you will realize that um, Rehoboam sought advice firstly from older people. Now I know that to be old does not mean that you have better counsel. But fortunately for Rehoboam, these old people had good advice for him. But you know how it is that when people seek advice sometimes, in their heart of hearts, they already know what they want to do. That's why when I tell people, when people come to me, I don't tell you this is what you should do because I know that as a human, there is one part of you that already has your resolution um, fixed. You already, have, you, already, you already have what you want to do in your heart. And sometimes we just ask people so that we can further confirm that this is what I'm supposed to do. Or at the end of the day, ask somebody to blame and say, but you told me. I'm, I'm imagining that if they had caught um, Amnon in the act, he would have said, Jonadab um, told me to do. That's what most of us do. We, we like pointing fingers. Instead of us taking responsibility, we'll say, Jonadab told me to do it. Like, um, Adam said, the wife you gave to me gave me the fruit. We never like to take responsibility. Now, Rehoboam was probably looking for a way to satisfy his, his ungodly desire, his ungodly um, 
plan but he was looking for somebody to confirm his thoughts so that it would not be that he was just in that was thinking you were, because you asked older people they told you do this but you felt like oh it wasn't perfect right and so he sought advice from younger people which were his mates in in a better put scenario people that they grew up together let's imagine that in in a government house now senators are there and then their kids you know like at the end of the day they will become friends right so he felt like the, the elders did not really have sense so he went to meet his peers and those ones told him Nibo, do this do that and so he tightened his hands let me just put it in simple words let's say that his father was his, his father was beating them 10 times this one said i will beat you 100 times and what he did tore the kingdom apart because there was now a one people were people would likely react when things are unfavorable to them so people routed and said we will not take this we will not accept this and the kingdom was one was torn one took his father and his father's father years to build from a singular stupid decision this boy destroyed everything who do you take advice from now you must know that they will say that real knows real the condition of your heart will determine who you seek for advice now i was waiting to my status one day that i cannot i cannot get messages from people asking me to you please um where do i terminate this pregnancy or something because you will first you will, at least you will look at me and say does Toye look like somebody that would give me a name or an hospital to go? She doesn't look like... So you cannot come to me and, tell, and ask me such questions. So, I was also saying on my sister that day that what should be a, a point of concern to you as a child of God is when people come to you to ask you for ungodly advice. You should be shocked that, ah, what did they see that warranted them to come to me and say, how do I steal this money? Or how do I take my, my boyfriend's... Um, my my friend's boyfriend how do i steal my friend's woman you should be shocked if your friends come to you with such um with, with such requests because if you have not exhibited such traits they should not come to you seeking you um asking you to do those things for them do you understand so the condition of your heart determines who you have someone that already has it in their mind and they want to abort they know who to go and meet. They would never think of people that are godly to go and meet. They will look for people in their circle, like Rehoboam. People that they know that already, even from their from their actions, they have nothing um, excellent to give. And so they run to people like that, take advice from them, and they have their lives destroyed. So it means that to even seek godly counsel, your heart must be right. You must be a person that you yourself, you can recognize a real person. You can recognize a godly person because you, you are in light. And you can easily spot a child of God because your spirit will witness. Beloved of God, whatever you will be told, you, are, you, are, you will know your spirit that yes, this is what I need per time. You will not be troubled. You will not be confused because you have the Holy Spirit in you. But when you don't know God's voice, when you have not even sought 
God's um, advice on who to speak to. Of course now, your mind will keep dictating what you should do to you. And you know that your mind is very misleading. It's usually a mind that you have not subjected to Christ. A mind that has not been wielded by Christ. Ah, how tragic for you to follow emotions that have not been wielded by Christ. It is very, very tragic. In fact, I'm going to write this down. For you to follow emotions for you to follow instructions that have not been wielded by Christ. Amen. I hope you understand. So, now, now, this would, now I'm speaking to people that have already gotten their hearts right. People that are beloved. That's why I call you beloved. Beloved of God. Because I want to assume, honestly, that you're a child of God. Now, oh yeah, let us now come back home. So when you have things that are bothering you, things that you need to speak about, briefly before we go, because I would like us to round up next week, since May has five Mondays. So I'll just um, speak briefly on that, and then we'll continue next week. And I would like to say that there are casualties of, of, of people that you will know, that will make you know that this person is somebody i can trust has exhibited these traits and i feel like i can i can rely on them and so when you talk to god and and god says meet this particular person you already know that oh yes holy spirit yes this person oh is true it's true thank you jesus you will not be moving with common sense right now the first thing you must you would look out for is somebody that is knowledgeable Robam went to go and seek out. No, I'm not talking about their age. We have people that are very young, but they are excellent. Solomon was not a good job before in age, before he started giving out wise counsel. He was wise even as a young man. So your age has nothing to do with how intelligent you are. Do you understand? But Robam sought counsel from not only young people, people that were foolish. And of course, they led him foolishly. So when you are looking or seeking to get an advice or getting counsel, you would look at your circle. Who has knowledge in this thing? Who has been doing this consistently? Now, knowledge is acquired. You acquire knowledge by studying, by having access. I said that last week. Knowledge comes by access, by studying. One, the person has knowledge about the word of God. Because what are we even talking about if the person does not know the word of God? If the person is not... So you already know that it is a, it is a no, 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 no. So you look out for somebody that has what? Deep knowledge of the word of God. Because that is the basis. Someone that has had access to the throne room of grace, somebody that God speaks to, that speaks to God too. Do you understand? So, beloved of God, as you go this week, like I told you in previous lessons, check your circle. Who are those friends that ginger you to do the bad things? Ginger you to, to be rebellious? Ginger you to do that? Ginger you to do that? Look out for them and cut off your relationship with them. Because one day, one day, they will push you and you will push yourself. Because you will not be pushed if you have no desire to be pushed. Yes, because you have to look at yourself too. Look at yourself and look at your circle and see who needs to be cut off. And see which of your friends self need you to need to be cut off from you. Because sometimes you might be the one 
pushing them into problems. So let the change of heart start with you. Get the right attitude first. Get the right man, um, right mindset first. Let the change start with you. And consequently, let the change move. You know, it is a ripple effect. Let it have effect in your circle, in your, in your friends, in your relationships, and in the world entirely. I call you blessed. Bye. Yeah.